0: Good morning, church, and for all of you worshiping online, good morning as well. I'm usually coming to you from our online community, and so you might see me looking over at some of these cameras we have here because I really want to make sure I can connect with our hundreds of worshipers online, but also with the hundreds of you here in the nave as well. Now, before we get too far into this, I just am curious, since it's been a while since I've been back in the city, did any of you run the marathon last week? A few of you? I know we had one up here, Jack Gregg, who you just heard read scripture. I I feel like the hymn we just sang, that second verse, was just for you, Jack. Take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. Well, it is wonderful to be here in this space with all of us gathered in person and online. And uh, I am going to offer a prayer as we lean in to this sermon. God, we come ready to be moved by you in all the ways that you need us to be moved in this world. May these moments in worship, these melodies we hear, the scripture that is preached, May it continue to move in us and through us and in spite of us for love and justice all among us. In your many names we pray. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to begin and I need all of us to try something. Everyone at home, everyone here in the space, if you are willing and able, I would love to have you stand up for a minute. As Reverend Thorne has been inviting us, we're discovering the ways that sermons can be embodied experiences. So I want us to try something embodied right now. Okay, y'all ready? You gonna do this with me? Put your right hand in. Put your right hand out. Say it with me. Put your right hand in and shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Left hand, put your left hand in, put your left hand out, put your left hand in and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Fantastic, you can have your seats, thank you. For for those of you that have had Do the Hokey Pokey in church on your bucket list, you can check that one off now. (laughs) This song has been in my head lately, not just because I have a two-year-old and an eight-month-old and we sing all sorts of songs with them, but this song in particular because of that last line. That's what it's all about. Kind of audacious, isn't it? that's what it's all about the meaning of life the mysteries of the universe the depths of religion and philosophy all summed up in the hokey pokey so i decided to look into that last line and to figure out exactly what it might mean first i'd ask who wrote this song that was a pretty hard question to figure out it turns out that you might find yourself going back to 1942 when an Irish songwriter was entertaining the Canadian troops in London, and he wrote a song called The Hokey-Cokey. Okay, and coincidentally, in that same year, another individual wrote a song called The Hokey-Pokey. Hmm. This second individual said he named his after the ice cream vendors in London who were known as Hokey-Pokey men. But then fast-forward four more years to this continent, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, at the Poconos Mountain Resort, where two individuals wrote the Hokey Pokey Dance to entertain the members of the resort. But it wasn't until 1949 that the version we're most familiar with, the one we just experienced, finally came to be when three songwriters came together at the Sun Valley Ski Resort in Sun Valley, Idaho to write the Hokey Pokey. That's what it's all about. But it still went basically unknown until 1957, when it was finally recorded on the bunny hop, on side B, I believe, and it made its way to number 13 on the charts. So no one even knows who wrote this song, and no one even seems to know what it's all about either. But that last line, that's what it's all about. That line, to me, speaks something about the reading we heard today from Micah. That last line, that's what it all, that's what it's all about, is what the prophets were known for. You see the prophets, Micah. Micah is one of the prophets in the Hebrew scripture. We see minor prophets, major prophets. The minor prophets, there's 12 of them. Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. My mom would be proud that I still have that memorized from sixth grade, thank you very much. And there are four major prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Now, just to clarify, they're all important prophets. We only call some of them major and some of them minor because the major prophets needed more pages for their books, and the minor prophets could get their message in a bit more concise. Now, all of these prophets in the Hebrew scriptures, they were the ones who reminded the people That's what it's all about. The prophets were the ones who would speak about judgment and hope. They would speak about repentance and forgiveness. Sometimes we think that prophets look into their crystal ball and tell the future. That's kind of the Hollywoodification, to get that word, Hollywoodification of prophets, where we think that's what prophecy is. No, 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 no. When we look at the Hebrew scriptures, the Christian scriptures, this tradition of our faith, prophets don't tell the future. A prophet tells the truth. A prophet doesn't tell you what's going to happen someday, but a prophet tells you what's happening right here and right now. A prophet, like a good sermon hopefully, comforts the disturbed and disturbs the comfortable. A prophet challenges the complacency of the status quo that it's so easy to settle into. And when we think about prophets in this way, we realize that there have always been prophets among us, not just these 12 minors and four majors from the Hebrew scriptures, but think about this very space we are in. For those of us gathered in the nave, for those of you worshiping online, take a look at that screen. This very building on April 4th, 1967, from the steps of this chancel, a prophet, Martin Luther King, spoke about the three evils of racism, militarism, and materialism, or just two years later, interrupting worship or perhaps enhancing our worship. James Foreman came forward to present the Black Manifesto and reparations for the historical subjugation of black folk, a bill that in too many ways is still left unpaid. June 21st, 1990, from this very pulpit, Nelson Mandela stood to encourage us all to take up the mission of justice and peace and the fight against the evils of apartheid. Prophets among us, or you just walk a block in this city. James Baldwin, Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, more than just the park. Dr. James Cone, who taught across the street. Or just a few blocks away, a prophet, the Reverend Dr. Calvin Butts, who recently passed. Or did you know, here at Riverside, there have been dozens of you. For the past few months, you have been writing postcards, putting information, giving a personal touch, dropping them in the mail. Hundreds, maybe thousands of postcards sent from Riverside congregants to let people know the rights they have to vote and the reasons why they should use those rights to vote. Those individuals, you know who you are, who wrote those postcards. Prophets among us and for all of us who cast a vote this past week for the millions of citizens who cast their votes, especially if you voted with love and justice and empathy and equity on your mind, which tends to come in a shade of blue, I might note. (laughs) You are prophets among us. But back to Micah's context. Micah, a prophet in the Hebrew scriptures, Micah was a prophet at the same time as Isaiah, approximately the eighth century BCE, for those of you keeping track at home. Now in Micah's context, there were wealthy landowners who took their privilege, their power, to take up all the land from the small farmers, those big businesses that eat up mom and pop shops. In Micah's day, the women and the children found themselves evicted, with no place to call home. The political leaders were corrupt, misusing their power for their own advantage, for their own wealth and their own advancement. The courts, the place where you could go to resolve these conflicts, was infected with bribery and corruption. The religious leaders, oh, we're not exempt. The religious leaders of Micah's day sold out to greed, doing it for the paycheck and trying to make as much of a buck as they could. Just touch the screen, send me all your money and you'll be blessed. (laughs) That's Micah's context. Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? It's out of this context from Micah that we hear the words, do justice. Love mercy and walk humbly with God. It's one thing to put those on a billboard, a sticker, a t-shirt, tweet that. It's worth tweeting, but it came from a particular context, one that we find ourselves swimming in today to do justice, love, kindness, mercy, walk humbly. So speaking of walking humbly, I need you to look at your shoes for a minute or maybe the shoes of the person next to you. You're all dressed up really nice here in the nave, so maybe you at home can really get this. Does anyone have a pair of shoes with a Nike swoosh on it? You see any Nikes anywhere? All right, well, if you've seen this before, you've probably seen the Nike swoosh. Their tagline for Nike is, just do it. When it comes to justice, just talk about it. Just think about it, just argue about it. No, what does Micah say? Just do it. That's what it's all about. Now naturally this brings us to our next point in this conversation, the 1977 NBA Finals the Portland Trailblazers and the Philadelphia 76ers. Trailblazers won, by the way. This NBA Finals was the first time where someone was seen on camera holding this. Yeah. His name was Roland Stewart, and he decided I'm a born-again Christian I want to let people know what it's all about. So I'm going to go to as many major sporting events as I can and hold this sign. And interestingly enough, Roland, what he would do is he would take a portable television with him so he could see where the cameras were going to be angled in the stadium. And then he would put himself right there so he could be on camera. And he would make sure that his sign was visible. He did it throughout the 80s. He did it at football games in between the uprights. There was Roland with his sign. He did it at the PGA Tour as Jack Nicholson was putting. There's Roland with his sign. And the baseball games in the World Series right behind the catcher, there's Roland with his sign. We still see them today because for Roland, he wanted people to know what it was all about. And in his mind, this thing called Christianity, well, it was all about this. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Well, what if this had been the sign? What if rather than believing something, thinking something to go someplace when you die, what if it's all about doing justice, loving kindness, walking humbly with God here and now. You see, when John 3.16, which is an important verse, I'm not saying we get rid of it, but when that becomes the crux of what it's all about, well, it becomes very easy to just wait someday to go to heaven. But if Micah 6.8 gives us a hint at what it's all about, we discover But we are called, invited, compelled, commanded even, not to wait for heaven someday, but as the prayer we're going to say in a few moments reminds us, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, when John 3.16 is the focus, it's very easy then to just focus on believing in Jesus. And we miss out on following Jesus to the places he leads us here and now to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. Back to the Hokey Pokey. The final verse, this is the profound one. Put your whole self in when it comes to justice. It's not just a hand. It's not just a foot, put your whole self in. And the prophets remind us to repent, which is the word shuv, which is the word turn yourself around. Put your whole self in, turn yourself around because that is what it's all about. Amen.